I have no idea what you're talking about. So let's move on. All right, so the four of you, you've you've gotten out of the the horrifying uh, bug man infested glow swamp. I think you journeyed for a bit this day to get out. So it's maybe late, late morning, approaching midday, right? Yep. We got Rory's friend Bob. No, Langley. <laughs> right. So uh, the swamp gave way to some kind of dead grass uh, uh, plains, rising to this uh, kind of broken, hilly, moundy landscape in the in the uh, eastern distance. Uh, the sky had a bit of a the skyline, particularly had a certain glow to it, like a pale blue with accents of red and green. Langley wasn't too terribly happy about going that way, but you, he basically gave up. He's going along for now. He was raving about um, uh, that way being Sector 12 and that you needed proper equipment and you should find a cache somewhere. But, you know, he didn't have a map and he dismissed the map you found on on uh, Pope's people. It seems you've resolved to, to go east and see what happens. I mean, some of you are at least partially protected, right? I'm half-life, so radiation? No problem. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and the last shot was uh, one of those. Uh, we're zooming back into the jungle, and some giant mechanical foot thing crushes uh, animal skull or something. <laughs> right, and there there had been stuff going on in in at the at night uh, when you were when you were camping out in the in the half sunken bus. Like the, there was a smell on the air. There were there were like mechanical tracks. Not from vehicles, but more like, uh, you know, maybe somebody on stilts or something with these, like, big, chunky platform feet. <laughs> platform stilts. Cue the, cue the Terminator theme music. So anyway, um, yeah, the, the sky is still, skyline is still uh, bluish shaped. Uh, there's a hint of uh, roiling clouds in the distance above the, the east, like, like something is stirring. Langley has, has basically thrown up his hands and, and started walking eastward, muttering to himself, what would you like to do? I mean, this is pretty open country, except for the broken hills. So uh, can I do Can I get a uh, get a read on it? Uh, yeah, sure. Smell the smells and so forth. So do an insight roll. Partial, I'll live with that. Uh, there's a fresher, there's a combination, there's an odd combination of smells coming from the east on the wind it smells kind of fresh like um flowery fragrant fragrant but there's also an undertone of like uh rust and gasoline and burnt rubber and all these other less fantastic things and despite the sky something out of a pollock painting that's it's gearing up to be uh like a, a flash gordon movie <laughs> you know so uh, there's, uh, to give you a, a little slightly more specific answer than just here's what you smell, uh, there's clearly like value stuff over there, but I mean, it's laced with uh, something and there's something brewing over there, clearly. Being watchful might be a good idea. I have a vague idea of a, of a good way to get there. So there's this uh, broad, wide, somewhat semi-distant uh, kind of open plain uh, with the dead grasses and scrubs, uh, which then kind of rise up into these low mounds and hills. You know, in the distance, there's, uh, like I said, there's this hint of like uh, 
there's obviously something beyond there that's uh, worth a value of of you know less sucky than the than the glow swamp and the um and, and the planes you're currently on. I, I'll point out that yeah, there's definitely machines around here someplace because I smell oil. I don't noticing bad, but you know there's machines. I, again, I think I got enough lay land and figure we'll head this way. In, in a generally easterly direction toward the Sector 12, in quotation marks. Okay. So slowly, uh, the landscape changes from the, I mean, you cross the, the plane and, uh, you know, the hours pass and you come into the, uh, the mix of this uh, broken hilly region. And now that you're, you're closer, you can see that slowly, slowly creeping in from the east is this um, kind of colorful uh, mix of lichen. And there are these... Um, uh, here and there, there are clumps of like shoulder-tall uh, lupin-like stalks, and uh, almost everywhere, this, uh, there's almost like this uh, spider webbing of uh, little chasms and rifts. Some of them are kind of shallow, and others are way deep, black, foreboding, and there's like a, a chill wind that comes up from below. Some of these mounts appear to be like... Um, like you see bricks and broken glass and and like a, a half buried rusted wreckage of some vehicle uh, it continues like this for quite a bit like in the smells the the closer you get to any of the lupin stalks like the the more potent this kind of flowery fragrance becomes it's really like deadening all other uh, olfactory impressions for particularly bow but borderline also for um the two the, the other two there uh, langley is kind of half crouched spying right and left uh kind of muttering to himself about city layouts or something you recognize anything here langley what nah, 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 uh, no no i don't th- i don't think so but uh, this uh this this there must clearly have been an intersection and he's standing in the middle of like some no nowhere <laughs> right? a bunch of like like a brick brick mound over there overgrown with some some lichen and lupins and and there's a rusted bicycle over there now, logically there should be like uh like maybe there's there there was a, a a station here somewhere or something. Like if I can only just figure it out. And if there was a station here, then that'd be good. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't it wouldn't be like a like a directorate cache, but it would be, you know, might find something useful still. Uh, maybe maybe if a basement is intact, you know, and you can see the hope lighting in his eyes. I kind of look around. Bo, you see like a station or a basement around here? I see a lot of broken buildings. How we get down and find a basement? I mean, we got to go inside and find out. Well, yeah. Oh, like go down one of these dark holes. So Langley looks at uh, Bo. He's like, "Can't your can't your uh, buddy there smell his way to a basement or something?" Maybe. Right now, it smells a bunch of things. Well, sniff very loudly. <laughs> yeah. You smell any basements? I smell someone needs someone needs to take a bath. Since you since you make a show of it, uh, why don't you do insight again? All right, all right. Just uh, <laughs> partial. No, I'm not going to strain it. No, uh, it's probably nothing, unless you want to make sure that it's nothing. No, I'm going to let it be nothing. So maybe just barely for a moment, the, you know, something comes over the the deadening fragrance of the the mutant loop and things, but it's, yeah. There's a lot of that here. There's rubber over there. There's you know bits bits of tire over there. You blow it off. You know Langley. He he kind of approaches one of the rifts, one of the deeper rifts, and kind of like 
gets down on one knee and kind of peers over into it. He's like, uh, you smell anything down there? I sniff. Do I smell anything? Cold, dead air, like uh, maybe a little fresher than you would expect it. Maybe there's another one of those like subterranean watery. I drop a rock down there. There's a smart person. Yeah, you hear some uh, some uh, rock tumbling and then a, a, a watery sploosh. sploosh. And then you, you all hear a loud whirring behind you, like a, in the direction you came from, mechanical whirring. Uh, it's been around. <laughs> okay, so you see three very odd things. There are these like nine foot tall kind of um, walker legs, uh, if you will, and they're attached to a to a central pod. You might imagine like the walkers from Return of the Jedi that the Empire uses, right? Um, but instead of like the the top being uh, instead of the pod sitting at the top, it sits between the the uh, legs, and the pod itself is this half uh, metal half, presumably some kind of plexiglass or armor glass uh, shape. And there's this wired-in dolphin in each of these pods. As, as soon as you were around and see them, they, they all like uh, chitter in that kind of flipper, the, the television dolphin way, over some kind of intercom thing. Uh, and Langley goes, oh no! And then you see some like red HUD display thing on their armor glass pops up in large angry letters and blinks and then you hear some more whirring and like these arms come up behind them one arm has has a big box with with holes in it and the other box has some kind of tube like device that looks like a it looks like a high tech bazooka maybe but it doesn't look like it shoots rockets what do you guys do i go uh oh and grab langley and jump behind some cover start sliding down into the hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'm diving in as well. Yeah, what about absinthe? Yep, get cover. Okay. That means going down, down, down to the water. You could try to get behind, I don't know, some, some bit of rusted wreckage or just throw yourself flat in the uneven terrain or down, obviously, in one of the crevices or chasms. The one you're nearest is, is this deep, deep uh, black chasm. It's not like we can see sides of it going down right so you can see like, that it's deep yeah but as far as i know it's sheer and i could go straight to the bottom you could yeah jump i'm gonna go flat behind some wreckage first All right and then if things get really bad then i'll throw myself down in the chasm and uh bow chasm yeah bow chasm and uh, uh rory you wanted to drag langley into the chasm with you mm-hmm. okay I guess all of you in turn, you can do... Um, Prowess? Yeah, I think so. Reaction. Uh, seven again. Ooh, bail. Experience point. Tad and, uh, or rather, uh, Bo and Absinthe. Yeah, Bo throws himself into the chasm, clearly. I think you yeah. you, you do evade, but uh, yeah, that was not a great judgment of, of depth and danger, maybe. So you end up like banging into the... Um, kind of the, the sheer wall and then the other sheer wall and you bounce down into some shallow watery grave. You take um, a D6, should be reasonable. Yeah, it should be reasonable. See how good you are at breaking the fall. Not very good. Bang, bang, bang. Ah! Broke something. My head. <laughs> yeah, we're getting back. I'll have to set up. Absinthe, you threw yourself flat behind some debris maybe? Mm-hmm. You hear 
some something akin to a, a rocket launching sound, and a couple of like small rockets dart out from one of these uh, like boxes full of holes. Um, it's on one of the arms of these these dolphin walker things. They don't hit you directly, but they like they pummel the ground near you, explode. There's there's a, like a, a an outpouring of, of a, like a gasoline explosion, a la movies, and then there's like a of course like a rain of dust and debris. So you can take a d6, but it's it's not direct explosion damage. It's more like bits of um, debris, sharp rocks, rusty bits of car, something like that. Not too terribly bad if you have armor. What's that? Well, let me see. Worn uniform. Ah, that's probably not armor. <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree. It's, it's just some okay cuts. I mean, what are the chances of you getting um, uh, lockjaw or whatever it's called? Hepatitis, not hepatitis. Or that, yeah, sure. Tetanus, tetanus. <laughs> tetanus is the one, yeah. For, for Rory. Yeah, you, you, you grab um, Langley and, and you, you jump down. You, you can feel kind of that, that part of Langley's uh, tattered, silvery jumpsuit tear. And you kind of end up with holding a sleeve, a tattered sleeve, as you're like falling down after uh, Bo, or maybe at the same time as Bo, rather. So you can also take a D6, uh, see how bad the, the fall is. Oh, ouch. Of course. Ooh, I land on top of him. Okay. So you hear, I don't know what you might hear from down there. Everything is a little muted, uh, and maybe your ears are ringing a bit from knocking your head on stuff. Let's let's hop on over to um, to absinthe. Once the the dust settles there, you hear the whirring, and it's like it's like listening to Ed Two Hundred Nine from RoboCop, like uh, that heavy chunky sound when they take steps over the over the electrical whirring, and you you hear these uh, like the red uh, on their like armored uh, glass huds is blinking and it makes a sound kind of like cross guard, you know, electrical cross guard sound to indicate that you should walk or that you're not allowed to walk, something like that, like ding, 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 ding. And uh, you can see one of them longer tubes that they have kind of zeroes in on Langley. Langley is like balancing on his, on his toes on the edge of the, the chasm, one sleeve down. And then you see the um, tube thing give off a sound of some kind. And, um, a good bit of Langley just is gone, and there's just this flaming hole where that bit of Langley was. Uh, it's kind of like a, in his kind of lower body, hip, hip gut area. Um, so he's like, oh, and then he flops flat on the ground on the edge of the on the edge of a chasm. Um, what do you do? I don't think I can get out this spot because once I present my body, I'm going to end up like Langley. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to reach out and touch the mind. Well, I'm not sure I can... I'll have to probe and see if there's a command structure here and one of them is in charge. Want to try to read read their minds or something? Uh, what I would like to do is plant an impression in the leader that the threat has been eliminated and they can go on their way. I think... This is a two-part thing. You gotta first. You gotta ascertain like who's the leader, if anybody, right? Yeah. So give me an insight roll to do that. And oh, no problem. Okay, you the way they move around, like you don't immediately, instinctively see any like hierarchy structure. They you you would guess these are more like drones. That they might be directed by the creatures inside, but they probably are. But the creatures themselves appear to be drones. 
right? They're not, or they're of equal rank or some such. They're not, there doesn't appear to be like a command structure. Then I can pick any of them and maybe have it pass the message on to the other two. So it's going to take proximity, whoever's closest, presumably the one that blew Langley away. Okay. And uh, I have to spend a strain to do this. Uh, I don't think so, right? Uh, if you're big-brained, uh, you can simply attempt to locate nearby minds, read a person's thoughts, control a person okay. or animal. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Move an object remotely. Okay. And I'm going to try to uh, put a thought in that one's mind that, hey, job's done. We've eliminated the threat, and we can return to whatever their normal state of readiness is instead of being at alert. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me, I think that would be insight. Or maybe resolve, actually. You want resolve? Yeah. Okay. It's con- it's convincing this individual. Convincing, not, yeah. yeah, not reading him. Yeah. Seven. Uh, are you happy? Would you like to spend strain? I think I'd like to strain for that. Okay. Oh, ooh, crit. Okay, so what does what's this look like when you do your woo-woo stuff with the, the dolphin drone? I suppose that, uh... 1970s Doctor Who, we've got kind of this superposition of images or a raft flashing back and forth. Dolphin's face, my face. <laughs> my will merges into the dolphin's will, and then contact breaks, and uh, the dolphin is celebratory. It's like, yeah, blew him away. All right, so you have the 1960s uh, flipper television show, Dolphin Noise, <laughs> in rejoicing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, over intercom. There will be a lot of fish <laughs> after this. And somehow, like, you see the, the angry red letters uh, disappear, and there's, like, some green letters popping up on their um, on their HUD uh, armor glass HUDs. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of just, like, turn around and then start marching out of here. I'm going to give them at least uh, 100 yards or so before I edge over and uh, look down in the chasm and see what's going on with the others. Yeah, what is going on with the others? Rory, your your elbow's in my back. Uh, I can barely feel my elbow. <laughs> Sit up as best I can. Where have we landed on, like a ledge or at the bottom of the chasm or the bottom? Uh, a good bit down. You're you're in a uh, kind of shallow pool. It's maybe uh, a little little deeper than knee deep. It broke our fall. Yeah, the ground is uneven, right? Uh, and you're in some kind of chilly tunnel, dark tunnel underneath whatever this is. I'll look up. Absent! You see the veins and kind of the uh, glowing eyes peeking over the side of the... Uh, where's Langley? I think they blew him away. So, so Langley is twitching still. But I'll give him a look. <laughs> yeah, he's twitching. <laughs> well, I'm on my belly, and I'm going over. I hope he's not too in the open now that he's down on the ground, and uh, I'll uh, ascertain his condition. With enough packing, is his bleeding ever going to stop? He appears to have been, uh, what's the term from uh, from Austin Powers, very badly burned <laughs> in a kind of circular pattern. It's, it's like a chunk of him is missing in his side and, and his, his uh, hip. It's been seared off or evaporated or something, and the 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 rest of the the tissue is like uh, charred almost. He's missing like twenty five percent of his guts. Can you put your fist through the hole? 
Oh, it's more like a half moon. It's not like he's walking around with like a giant belly button hole. <laughs> he has this pained grin on his face. Watery eyes is just twitching there. Like <laughs> First problem's going to be shock. Second problem is going to be Death. Yes. Well hey, why not? Why not try to Frankenstein man this guy? Let's okay. see if we can get him through a day. <laughs> that is what can I can I try to hack this guy together? Of course, there's just wreckage all around me, and I don't really have a, much of a kit. Yeah, there isn't much to hack. There's no really no blood to deal with. Everything's been kind of seared shut and closed. Uh, you might want to treat the burns or something, but unless he's mutating, he's probably not going to live very long. He's not going to be able to eat properly. There's bits of metal around here. Maybe you could just sort of, like, prop him up a little bit. Well, I don't think I can put a suggestion in his mind that he needs to go ahead and mutate now. <laughs> that would be a trick. About the best I could do is give him some hooch. If I've got a little bit. On the other hand... Where's it going to go? <laughs> I think my biggest problem right now is just making sure he doesn't make any noise and bring anything back. Yeah, he's he's mostly, let's say, quiet in quotation marks with with kind of low grunts and, and uh, biting back uh, discomfort, let's put, put it that way. I mean, when he's missing at least half of a lung, then he probably not, doesn't have the air to... It's not quite that bad. It's not that quite high up, but it's it's still bad. But being cold as I am, that's probably the only thing I really care about, right? Hey, now. that is that is appropriate, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, all you gotta do is put your hand over his mouth and nose, and just wait <laughs> two minutes, and you're he's taken care of. Stroke his face, affect a nice manner, but there's no sense spending resources on a guy who's already dead. You can see his one of his hands kind of twitching, and it goes into like his his jump his tattered jumpsuit, a pocket. Like he draws, he opens like the zip zipper, and then fishes something out. It's like a little envelope, like a very small envelope, and it clearly has some stuff in it because it's like it's weight it's it's weighted on one end. Like there's something in it, and he kind of holds it up to you, and, and like a, a twitching hand. And he's like, Ford. You want Ford to get this? Uh, he nods. I'll take it. And is Ford what he was calling uh, Rory? Yes. Let's see if you've been paying attention. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'll take the envelope. Guess he knows he's on his way out. Yeah, kind of. He kind of looks down at, at the <laughs> the wound and then. God damn it! There, there. Don't look. Just lay your head back. Are you are you um administering uh, uh the technical term escapes me uh, death help or whatever? Last rites. <laughs> last rites. I thought maybe you were going to be, you know, a little more uh, on the um, direct um, being cold, but I don't know. There's a term for helping somebody to die with dignity. I, I just can't remember it now. Euthanasia. There's, there's the word. Yes. I'll ask him if he wants it to be quick. Uh, there's a great amount of conflict on his face, but then he nods. All right. About the best I can do right now is probably neck break. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not very prowess, but either that or, you know, they took my knife, so I can't like jam it in the base of his skull or anything like that. This, this really is going to be that scene from Austin Powers. <laughs> I'm still alive. 
<laughs> He's got a big enough wound, you can probably shove your hand up, up inside and grab his heart and squeeze it really hard. <laughs> but you do have a gun, right? Don't you have a gun? <laughs> I don't remember getting my gun back after the the bugs. Oh, that's true. That's true. You lost all your stuff. You didn't. You didn't. Reclaim. I got another idea. So, so it's so it's like uh, like uh, Team America in, in case of in case you you have to die, right? You get a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a rock and hit him with the yeah. rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna overcomplicate this. I my idea was to use my big brain to have the part of his brain that keeps his heart going shut off. Ah, okay. I, I could see that being control a person if you want to try it. So that's resolve also? Uh yes. You failed to kill a dying man. <laughs> <laughs> With your brain, remember. <laughs> oh, you spend a strain. Okay. Spend a strain. Okay, and that makes it twelve, so yeah. Uh, amazingly it's probably both sudden and mostly painless. So he has a sudden cardiac arrest and dies. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it's just, it's so absurd. I'm sure that both succeeding or failing would be cold enough. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a point of pride that I'm not going to fail to do nice. this. Okay. Well, yeah, Langley is now ex-Langley. He looks uh, somewhat peaceful there with, with 86% of his body intact. Everything going up? Okay up there? Yeah, we're done up here. Does that look like it goes anywhere down there? I'll look around, see what I can see. Uh, you were in some kind of uh, very dark tunnel. You you don't think it was built. Uh, it's more like it's opened up. Is there a breeze? Uh, yes, there's a, a cool, not a, not a potent breeze, right? But there's certainly like air moving through down here. Oh, yeah. Old. Well, we got air moving through here, so it may come out someplace else. Come on down. Carefully. I'll try to join them carefully. See if I can find handholds and footholds over the edge of this. It's it's pretty deep. But with a little care and effort you can you can get down there. You can certainly like uh put some weight against uh some pressure against a wall, right? Go down um that way. Yep, that's what I'll do. Lever myself against one on the other and try to slow my descent as much as I can. No problem. Takes a little bit, but you you get down there. Uh, you find your wet, banged up friends, and uh, I guess uh, technically it's not completely black since uh, Rory glows. Yeah, hmm. you were Ford, right? Hmm? He was calling you Ford, right, Langley? Yeah. I'll give him the envelope. He wanted you to have this. Okay. I wait. There any writing on it? No, it's just a, it's a kind of like an uh, it's a very small brown envelope with some something in it, uh, something that isn't a letter. <laughs> Shake it, noticing there's something in it. Open it up and see what's in it. Uh, you find something that looks like a very flat key fob for a car, almost, and there's also a gold ring. Oh, these are nice. That was nice of him. <laughs> oh, he's sharing his treasures with me. <laughs> Try the ring on. This is pretty well. It's almost like it was made for your finger. You know, one of them anyway. All right, stick the fob in my pocket. And... Excellent. Let's follow the air. Start heading into the uh, into the tunnel. Okay. So uh, following the, the breeze, uh, you trudge through the half dark for some time until you, I mean, the, the tunnel starts to ascend 
and you get to a shallower point where you can actually come up, crawl up out of this thing. It didn't actually lead anywhere fantastic. It was simply a, a big rift in the soil. Yeah, when you say come up, you know, basically, you know, go for up and look around and make sure we're 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 by ourselves and not coming up in up in the middle of three of these uh, three, three of the dolphin mecca. So peeking up like prairie dogs, you see the the similar type of um, environment to previously. You haven't gone that far. Uh, it's maybe a little thicker in the colorful, multicolored lichen. Maybe it's even growing up to the, the edge of the, the little rift here that you're coming up out of. In the eastern distance, you see something notable, though. What amounts to like a, a skeletal, the skeletal remains of some kind of gate, uh, like an entrance to something. There, there are these ups and downs, kind of, kind of uh, uh, well, you and I would recognize it as like almost entirely fallen down Ferris wheel, a somewhat intact roller coaster some overgrown buildings, that kind of stuff. Instead, we're looking, okay, this must be some sort of industrial place. I mean, that looks like some sort of big wheel. There's something they carried goods on. Yeah, which sector did Langley uh, say this was? Oh, is that a question for me? Ah, uh, question for anybody. Okay. 12? Or was it 21? 23? I wasn't listening that close. This mm. sounds dangerously like uh, somebody knows how to read. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> is there a sign? No, I mean, this sounds like you're talking in a way that makes it sound like you actually know how to read and, and count big numbers. That that sounds like you ought to have that skill in that case. <laughs> oh, but I don't have enough experience. It's an ability I've got, reader. You know, look for, look for, look for, um, is this dolphin safe uh, area here? You don't, you don't see or smell any, any dolphin drones. Well, we might as well. Head, head that way. Look around in this place with all the machines and tall steel things. See if we come across any clues to the blue bird or whatever. See if there's any machine intelligence item here. Yeah, you guys don't see it anywhere here, do you? No. No. But it might show up. Never know. I mean, the skyline is still pretty blue. In, and I, in the glowy sense of the word, right? In not, not in that the sky is blue. The sky is very roilingly cloudy and, and weird. But there is a bluish glow on the horizon. It's more potent now. Well, let's keep heading that way. We'll work work our way through this industrial park, point to the amusement park. Maybe might might find some stuff here. That Ooh. would be good. The bugs took all our stuff. Yeah, we need some quick scavenge using my scaver background and see what I can find. See what we can find. So yeah, doing some foraging for stuff. Okay, so you want to approach the the quote unquote industrial park. Yep. So the skeletal structure that is the gate is, uh, you know, it's it's been worn down through many many years. You can hardly like make out that it, it was a uh, like a like a fancy amusement park gate at all. It's ma- merely like the the wrought iron uh, or the the iron skeleton uh, underneath the um, the proper like plaster and uh, and such. But it does have some vines on it. And a, a good bit of the like the lichen growth. Taking a few steps into the the park proper, there are uh, well what used to be like colored paths that have now been mostly taken over by this this lichen, and of course blistered and cracked in in uh, heavy sun. Just taking a few steps in, like some there there's like there's a uh, an atmosphere in here that 
there's there's that scent, that fragrance, the lupin heavy lupin fragrance, but then there's also that chemical miasma that you get from areas like the glow swamp where it's you know it's ever present. It's kind of like it's maybe thin, but it's there. So it's probably on the rise. See so you see some nearby uh, you know what amounts to what like huts and then some couple of buildings all overgrown. There's the place where the milk bottles stacked up and they have yet yet, yet to fall over. <laughs> also half overgrown with lichen. <laughs> Poke around, see what we can find. Some of the huts have uh, some interesting stuff. Like uh, there's some seriously degraded uh, uh, rifles. Doubt they'd be much use other than for clubbing. Um, probably some heavily degraded, you know, uh, prices like uh, plushy rabbits and such. Uh, you find you find some curious, uh, very degraded um, uh, kind of papery cups. Uh, lots of them, quite a lot actually. Lots of plastic. Yeah, some some uh, boxes that are full of like mold and lichen and such. And then there are who knows what they were for. Like they're see through. There's like glass boxes essentially. Not intact Twinkies though, right? No, no. <laughs> Everything here is like very, very overgrown. So any any scavenger, mm. you have to dig and um, yeah. scrape away things. No tools, no pry bars or wrenches or anything like that. Or yeah, why don't you make an insight roll if you if you make a serious effort? And anybody who wants to lend a hand, you can you can help. I'll help. Might as well. Oop, nope. Hey, I get experience point. Oh. I'm not going to strain it though. Uh, I'm not going to be able to help that. <laughs> No, you're not going to be able to help that. But absinthe, at least you got involved in the help. So you're going to be subject to the same consequence here. Yeah. Oh. Um, you, you find a kind of a larger, slightly larger hut behind some of the others uh, that isn't quite as overgrown. It has a, a cooking area and it has a um, maybe like what looks like a tool shed, but it looks pretty cleaned out. And you're rummaging through the, the stuff. Uh, when you hear like a, a gruff voice, the two of you maybe are, are kind of tooling, looking through the tool shed and, and um, maybe uh, Rory is like keeping watch on the road proper or the path proper through the, the park. And um, somebody goes, for, ah, what are you doing over there? Get away from the shed. Useless as this looks, I get away from the shed. Yeah, okay. I back off and go, ooh, sorry, we didn't know anyone was living here. So emerging from all this uh, overgrown park mess is this uh, bent, I think like Toxic Avenger, but like uh, crossed with the uh, the Hunchback from Notre Dame kind of character. It's like he, he has one side of his uh, mouth doesn't close properly. It's all like deformed and bloated in odd places. And uh, he's wearing like the tatters of what might have been a uniform of some kind. And he has like a little pin on his chest with some kind of rocket. He's pointing at you with this big machete-looking thing that, that was probably made from uh, something else. Uh, I don't remember letting you in here. You don't have tickets. Tickets? Your tickets. You go to the park, you get a ticket. I mean, I I, I, I checked myself. I didn't. I don't have any ticks on me. All these tourists. Uh, out. Out on the road. And he like, starts menacing you with the, the big machete thing, urging you to go join your, your, your friend. Guess we'll have to go around instead of through. Back up a little bit. Yeah, he comes after you and he kind of sizes the three of you up, sucks up some uh, bluish saliva that's pouring out the side of his mouth. I'm Supervisor Green. 
you don't have uh, you don't have tickets, so uh, this is a problem. I can't just let anybody into the park. Well, we're just passing through, so we'll be leaving. No problem. Just be leaving, right? You're not staying for the attractions? Well, we can't. We don't have a ticket. Well, um, I guess what I'm saying is you, you got to get tickets. He has a little, like, little sling bag across his body, and he kind of swishes it around, and he fishes out this... Um, you know these uh, little tickets you get when you um, when you sh- you know shoot air rifles at, at carnivals and such, like one of these fat wheels with the tickets. And like takes off three. They're in very bad shape. You can barely see what what they're about. They've probably been soaked in something at some point, so they're all like uh, wrinkly. Rips off three tickets, hands them over. Here, you all appear to be green. So uh, thanks. Just uh, go, uh, go enjoy your shops, but stay away from the gator pool. That's dangerous. Real dangerous. The what pool? The gator pool. Yeah, it used to have dolphins or something in it once upon a time. But now there are, there's there's some sort of, um, well, there's some sort of dragon thing living in it, like eggs and stuff. That would be a good thing to keep away from. Dol- what is, what's a dolphin? It's like a big fish, I, I think. That's if the pictures are, are correct. At any rate, just stay away from the, the gator pool. And uh, the hotel is over there. And he points off in a, you know, across over your shoulders. Thanks. I'm usually in the reception. Oh, and if you see any of those robotic monstrosities coming by, you just, you just holler. I get rid of them. Good. Okay. Right now. Enjoy yourselves. And, uh, uh, yeah, stay away from the gator pool. Got it. He starts ambling off in the direction of the hotel. You think? Should we go see the hotel? I'll, I'll lean close to Absinthe. What's a hotel? I think it's like, uh, I don't know. It's big and <laughs> well it's over there let's go find out might as well okay so he's not particularly fast uh the supervisor green uh so he he you know notices that you're coming after something he turns around like oh you're not gonna enjoy the like the ferris wheel or the the wonderful um uh he seems to think about what it's called for a moment then uh a roller coaster as he says that, and like he he points to the roller coaster, like it appears to be like themed after like a mine trolleys. So the the cart you're supposed to sit in, uh, it's like stuck on an end, and then part that part like collapses when he points at it and like falls down. There's a whole racket of like metal and and such. I had enough falling down today, so no. We stop at the hotel first. Oh, oh, oh you're long term term guest. Okay, yeah. I'm afraid to say that the services are a little lapsed of late, but um, yes, yes, uh, just, just come with me. Where Where are you fellas from? We're from Elton. Elton? You're from Elton? Out in the west. Ah, west. There used to be people from all over coming to this uh, this fine attraction and enjoying the, the fine prices and everything. Better days. You ever hear of, uh, was it Sector 12? Sector what? Well, I'm not 12, was it, guys? I... Or 21 or whatever. <laughs> no, I never heard of that. Maybe you got us confused with some out of the park. Uh, the guy was talking about it seemed to think that it was a bad place to be, so I guess we're glad it's not that. As long as you're not going anywhere near the gator pool, it should be fine. Every, it's it's all good. Maybe, maybe that's what he's worried about. Maybe he, maybe that's what he called the gator pool. All right, well, it makes sense. It's very dangerous. Look around everything. I mean, this must be the happiest place on Earth, I guess. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, it could be if you're enjoying yourself. So far, nothing's eaten me, so yeah. Just don't go near the gator pole and nothing will, I hope. 
Uh, in any case, here, here's the hotel, and he points to this large, half dilapidated, rather uh, quite a bit dilapidated building, with kind of like the the top two floors uh, of this five floor building. It's like uh, they're like completely ruined, and uh, like he motions into into an entrance into a vestibule, and there's like a hotel desk and you know a little um, stuff for keeping keys and and all that stuff. Some back uh, office that's barred off. He seems to have repeatedly made uh, campfires in the middle of the hotel lobby, uh, and uh, there's a there's a dining area off to one side, which is uh, again half half covered in debris. Like uh, here, here we are. Uh, there are empty rooms up up top, but I wouldn't use the stairs for you. It's kind of unreliable. Uh, and don't go in the basement. There's, uh, you don't go in the basement. Never go in the basement. Is it like the gator pool? Yeah, something like that. There's uh, smells coming from down there and noises. Probably something living down there. Does it have a ticket? You don't need a ticket to go to the basement, but I wouldn't recommend it nonetheless. Anyway, I, sh- I should probably put up a sign, you know, uh, employees only or something. So we don't go up, we don't go down. So we just stay here. I mean, you can, but I'm, like I said, it's rickety stairs. Uh, besides, I mean, I can make a fire and there's probably still some potted stuff in the kitchen. We might as well see what's there. Poke around in the kitchen, see if we can find anything from the cook. So he, he goes behind the, the counter, the hotel counter, and, like digs out this big moldy book, uh, flips it open, fishes out a pen, licks it with a discolored purple tongue, huge discolored purple tongue, like makes a little note somewhere and they, turns it over and it's like, you, you got to sign yourself in. I just look at and just look at him. Say what? Shine yourself in. If you don't know how to write properly, just draw a line or an X or something. Just on that line there. I write A, B, <laughs> C, and X, and then I stop. I hand it to somebody else. I look at the pen, and I look at the thing, and just put it down, and just go, and hand it over to uh, uh, Rory. Just make a line. I've been practicing. I know how to do this. I've I saw it on the on the medical stuff, so I've been looking at that. What do you what do you put down? I put Rory. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Ah, of course, image memory. Oh, so Abshkst and Rory and Line. Well, Line and Rory, pleased to make your acquaintance. Ah, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that one, so you have to excuse me. Abshkst. Absent. Oh, ab absent. 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 Strange. Yeah. Oh, welcome to the hotel. Spelling's kind of weird sometimes. I've been figuring that out. It doesn't make sense sometimes. What's weird? You know, writing, it's, it's weird sometimes. It doesn't, it isn't as you know, logical and consistent as you, you would like. It's weird. Yeah, a bit. Can be so. Yeah. Trying to think of a word. Um... Yeah, that's hard sometimes. <laughs> he loses himself a bit in the musing of finding a word that has multiple meanings. We can at least, like, help you fix something to eat and we... We lost all our stuff we were carrying with us. You know, the bugs, they took it. The bugs took it? Oh, those damn bugs. They come over here all the time, raiding parties, trying to steal everything. Oh, ah. They were not nice. No. Now they're hideous. Full. Thieves. Damn thieves. Well, I, I feel your plight, my friend, uh, Rory. Uh, you know, I might have an extra shirt in the back or something. And uh, there might be some pointy objects, might like a knife or a big fork or something in the kitchen. If you want something to defend yourself with. Yeah, that would be good. Would like that very much. Just don't take everything. No, no, no. Only what we need. Couldn't carry everything. I hope not. 
Anyway, let's go check out the kitchen. Yeah, it's in a horrible mess, horrible state, half taken over by lichens and molds, and everything is this way and that. Pile of pots in one corner, and um, but you do find some, like if you want some knives for cutting meat and vegetables, that kind of thing. That's all there. No cleavers. I don't think there'd be cleavers, but anything that might, uh, anything for like cutting larger vegetables, you could you could easily find. So some chef knives, basically. Yeah. Take a couple of knives, and if we ever find a whetstone, maybe one of the more delicate knives can be made surgical. You're a proper surgeon now. <laughs> so two or three knives of different sizes. And... You see that we're ready for surgery and lays out his, uh, <laughs> his dinner set. <laughs> I'll just grab a chef knife. So I exchange my T-shirt for a T-shirt that says, Kiss the Chef. <laughs> Perfect. And you said there was like potted food. Yeah, there's probably like a like a freezer somewhere in the back with a bunch of stuff in it. That's gone way past its sell by date, but hey, oh, you yeah. can work with it. I mean, it's not that you can you can't read about it anyway. So no labels. So every can's a mystery can. Mm-hmm. So we have a scrumptious meal of random stuff that unidentifiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, at least it's salty. It's pink stuff. I think it's meat. <laughs> I mean, if you want to take the opportunity, you could call this a little rest here. So you could uh, restore your strain if you spent any. Okay. Take it easy. Have a meal. Blab a bit with uh, with Supervisor Green. Enough to heal. Were you injured? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I broke my everything when I fell down. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Sure. Roll, roll your remaining strain and then then restore it. There we go. Just enough. Exactly why I lost. Yay. Talk to the supervisor and say, so, Supervisor Green, so how long you've been here? Uh, he seems to think about it quite a bit. And then something in his brain that he comes upon seems to be unpleasant or something. And he's like, oh, oh pretty long. Yeah. Uh, but I think. I mean, I'm in charge here after all. and, and I I couldn't possibly leave it to the savages out there. That'd be awful. Yeah, dereliction of duty and all all that all that stuff. I understand that. Uh, no, I've I've been trying to keep the place open and welcome to anyone who's green. But uh, a lot of people are red. A lot of people are red. Have you been uh, any place else than this than here? I, I couldn't possibly leave this place. I would I would leave the leave it to the savages. No 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 no. I I stayed here as long as I can remember. Really. Uh, luckily, things wander in. Uh, the green folks, they leave they leave stuff. We trade. You know how it is. And uh, the red folks, uh, well, I just smash them or ch- cut them up or send them packing. Uh, the bug man's been a bother, a long-time bother. Uh, but recently, out of the east, uh, there's, some, there's been some weird, um, I don't know how to describe them, maybe half-mutated vandals that seem to want to rip everything down here and, and take it with them. It's a real bother. Well, we're heading that way. Hopefully we don't run into them. Yeah, you're likely to. Uh, they stink, something awful, pale. Uh, they look. They have something on that look kind of like um, some sort of um, plastic diapers or something. And uh, like I said, they're, like, they're anything metal. They're, they just grab it and yank it and, and run away. Probably mostly the reason why the, the roller coaster is falling down. I'll lean over to Absinthe. What's a diaper? I used to I, I try to lead some of them to the gator pool, uh, and that takes care of that problem. Uh, there's been a lot of them lately. 
when somebody gets too old and they're wetting themselves and stuff, he'll wrap a bunch of, I don't know, cloth and stuff around them to catch it. Oh, like Willie. Yeah. So you've been feeding him to the, dra- to the gator? Maybe that's why it's got so many eggs. Is you've been feeding it good. I'll eat them there. Whether they go in is their own problem. Yeah, I mean, they usually do. Maybe you should throw some metal in there and they'll draw them in. I don't really want to go near the place for myself. Uh, it's pretty dangerous, after all. And I, I have a responsibility to, the, to posterity and all that to keep this, this park going. So what do they make here? They make? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I see all this mechanical stuff. This must have been some place they made stuff. Well, yeah, they made fun. The most elusive product. Makes life worth living. Uh-huh. Hey, you can't live without it. Sure can. Yeah, it used to be people from all over come here just to have fun. Just to make fun, spread fun. Need to make some fun before we leave. Eat fun things. Yeah, just don't try not to have fun by the gator pool. Okay, just seriously. What do fun things taste like? You know, he thinks for a bit, and then he gets a bit teary-eyed, and, and um, he doesn't answer. Sugary. Sorry, I didn't want to make you sad. It's all right, it's all right. It's been a while since we had any real fun here. Well, we probably should rest up for the night, and we'll probably have to leave tomorrow. Do we give you the tickets back when we leave, or do we hang on to them? I know they're, they're a one-time-only uh, thing, so you you could probably keep it as a keepsake, and then as a memento or something, and... Maybe as advertisement, you can tell other people who are green to come here. But only green ones, not red ones. Pull out my ticket and show it to... What does it say on the ticket? Oh, it's it's very badly faded, and it's it's been in, once upon a time, been in, uh, like, water or soda and then dried off, right? So it's all crinkly, and it's just a piece of paper, right? <laughs> it's amazing it's still here. Yes, how do you know a man is green? Is it how he looks? The way he acts? How do you know a green from a red? Well, I mean, I think it's obvious. I mean, the reds are like the bug men, right? And completely unreasonable and, and vandals and awful. Okay. Like the, the diaper mutants from, from out east. You you boys are green, I think. Mostly green, anyway. Mm-hmm. Squints at you, you all. Green enough for this place, anyway. Looking at my, my glowing hand, which I think probably... More of a yellow. Like you said, green enough. <laughs> so once you boys uh, have had your fun here, where are you headed? East. And there was like a um, thing that fell that we got to find. Mm-hmm. Thing that fell. Oh, you must be talking about that. It looked like a rocket or something. Uh, that was quite a bit ago. Maybe it was a satellite or something that crashed. People have been getting sick since then, so they sent us to stop it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've seen a blue bird. A blue bird? No. Not that I can recall, anyway. Uh, there are some birds still around, but I don't think anyone, any of them are blue. Why? Are you looking for one? No, no, it looks for you. Don't worry. If you see it, you, you're okay. Uh, I'm not sure I understood anything that young man just said. I, that's, that happens often. I don't understand what you said either, so we're, we're even. Uh, all right. Uh, it's a sign of the fallen star that shows that you've got the special brain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, so he, he looks at you a bit, at your bulbous head. <laughs> Special brain, huh? Uh, okay. Uh, he fishes out a little, um, a little black book, uh, and then he gets that pen he's been using uh, for the, the guest log, and he, like, licks it and then makes a note, puts it away. You're on his list now. So, east 
right. Well, the, yeah, there was the, the fall. Uh, I mean, the satellite or whatever it was, maybe a rocket or something. And then there was an awful, there's an awful, uh, what's the term? Like a quake. Like the earth trembled and, and uh, I thought everything here was going to fall down. You see the Ferris wheel there, it fell down. Standing up before, perfectly functional. But now it's all smashed. Uh, probably the crash's fault. Uh, obviously, I haven't been out east, but uh, that's, that's definitely where it crashed. It was a dust storm, too. Probably need to spend the night, and we'll head out in the morning. I mean, hours left in the day. Maybe you want to have some fun out there. Yeah, let's go have some fun. Yeah, and now we go to a montage of us going to ruin place. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the remains of a teacup ride, you know. <laughs> there's, uh, there's happy music in the background for some reason. Two of us pushing the other one in... Uh, the the roller coaster cart. Oh no, dodge him cart. That too, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All of us taking turns throwing throwing rocks at the bottles that won't fall over. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm looking for a sign that says Gator Pool. All right, you don't see any signs that says Gator Pool, but you do see uh, some signs, like some stylized, very faint signs with uh, what look like fishes on them. It's right behind like this massive uh, broken greenhouse that's. Like probably used to be some kind of botanical gardens, but now it's gone completely out of uh, haywire. In fact, you're pretty sure now that you look at it that the whole lichen situation and and the mutant lupins originated here. This whole area is like heavy with this crazy fragrance that you've been smelling all day. Let's not go in that building there pointing to the ruined greenhouse. may not be safe in there. Now beyond that, through the lupin jungle, there's a there's a smell and the air is more moist. You can see kind of the almost like an amphitheater type of like uh, you know there are stands or seats like around some kind of hole further ahead, originally made in some kind of uh, maybe ceramic or something, and it's been very badly weathered. And uh, there's there's a bigger sign like two fishes jumping above like water, and you can hear like some low rumbling like like there's some beast that lives over there and there's a like i said there's a kind of a wet sensation and the smell is of, of water kind of fetid still pool water no way man i'm not going over there well i did say there were some of the diaper guys went over there and might be something they left behind when they got eaten i see what you're getting at so yeah basically you want me to do you know check and make sure it's we can find a safe way there then yeah, okay. Start sniffing, looking at the ground, checking, see if I can get a read what's here. Okay, get a sense beyond what you're, okay. Insight. Eh. Happier strain. Now, I still get experience for this, though, right? Uh, you get experience if you don't spend a strain. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to take the experience. Place is just too weird. Okay. Uh, there's a, there's an abysm deep, uh, scary roar from suddenly from out of the botanical garden greenhouse and a violent stirring of the of the greenery and then exploding out the side is this massive lizard uh, komodo dragon thing with like massive armor plates around its around its like head and neck and there's this like heavy slime around its um, around its maw it's so heavy and like these armor plates that you can't see if it has eyes at all. And the, the stink of whatever 
animal thing, fetid animal thing is in the pool is heavy on that. It comes out, explodes out almost immediately among you, notices somebody is there and is about to pounce on you. What do you do? Run away? <laughs> All right, Sir Robin. There's no way I can fight this with a chef knife. You say that. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're all running away, or well, I am. I can't tempt Tad with a with a control animal. Well, shoot, might as well. We got to grow into this. See what the limits are. You can roam more than four this time. So, if you were to want to control it, what would you like it to do? I would like it to return to the pool and stay there. All right. So, what am I rolling? Uh, that would be resolve. What was that about rolling more than a four? <laughs> <laughs> well, you still have strain, right? Yes. At least you might get partial. Oh, ah, okay. Full. Cool. All right. So it thunders through the the loop and jungle toward, to, I guess, toward uh, toward absinthe for for dramatic sake, and then it just barely stops right before you, and, and just this massive maw the size of your chest, right, right in front of your face. All this, these teeth and this awful stench of its bacteria-infested mouth, and it just breathes on you like... <sighs> the tongue comes out, goes in again, and then it turns around and starts ambling over to the, the pool through the green. <laughs> the other two, I guess you took half a few steps away. Looking for small paths between buildings and stuff that it couldn't follow. So yeah. I'm squeezing between a, between a lamppost and a, <laughs> and a building or something. <laughs> One of the kiosks, you know, so I just dived over the top and I'm, I'm poking my head up going, it's leaving? Yeah, I'd probably still give it about 50 yards at least between us and the uh, greenhouse and stuff. But at least I don't need to run. I can calmly walk away. Right. You can hear some angry growls from over there, but it doesn't come any closer. I guess it wasn't as nasty as uh, as he said it was. Or it's hungry. It could be all those things, but I told it to go back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe one of the veins in his bulbous head is, is standing out extra much, you know, suddenly. Oh. <laughs> you wanted to go see if there was any of those of the diaper men, but uh, still want to check out, check out and see what happened? Or are you satisfied? I mean, it doesn't seem to be a big problem now, right? I look at absinthe. It's not a problem now, is it? Well, if it dragged them into the pool and shoot them up, well, then we'd have a problem because I told it to be at the pool. And if we stay away from the pool, maybe look on the other side of the pool, we might be able to find something if there are remains out there. Yeah, I'm busy giving a sidelong look at Rory and raising an eyebrow. He back at absinthe. Okay, if it comes back, you tell it to go away again? I think it's going to stay away from me, but I don't know about anybody else. And, you know, if I were to actually go to the pool, that would be the end of my luck. Let's try to stay away from the pool, then go to the other side of it. This way, I guess. All right, let's go. You want to circle around the pool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you still want to search the area around the pool, or...? Yeah. I mean, if this would, if this used to be an aquarium thing, there probably are the remains of the stands. So we might be okay searching around behind the stands, but I don't want to go anywhere near visible sight with the, you know, where the thing can see us from the from the pool. So it's it is pretty overgrown, and like I said, it's like a little jungle of of uh, person tall lupin stalks. 
pretty much everywhere, so you're partly hidden. It's almost like walking through a cornfield. Uh, we can't trust the lupins to cover our scent. Do you want to go look, go look, Rory? Yeah, Absinthe took care of it, so... All right. Well, lead the way, Absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so you... Ape sight line on me. This way. Go behind the stands. To say that we're paranoid and looking over our shoulders would be an understatement at this point. You know that. <laughs> but I think um, here and there, I think you might spy like uh, a, little, a body part here, a body part there, and they seem to be human, but they seem to be an odd color. like White? Yeah, like they've never seen sunlight, or you see a hand. It has this almost translucent quality, almost like a fetus. These might be mutant remains of some description. You don't find any black diapers. Looking down into the proper pool itself, like the water level is very low. There are like clumps of rotten and gathered bedding, essentially, uh, in the middle of the sludge. Uh, You can see some eggs. You can see the big, huge Komodo mutant lizard nestled down there. There's clearly like there are bits and pieces down there, too. Not a lot. Mostly bones. That's a cursory. That's a cursory check if you want to really go through it with a fine tooth comb. Going down there with a pool net. I'm not going to the pool, but looking around where there are parts, just just to see if there's anything other than body parts. If they were carrying anything with them that got dropped when they were munched, or well, I'll keep an overwatch on the dragon. So you guys, you want to go look? Anyone who wants to look can do insight, and anyone who wants to help look can all can help. With insight? I can help with my insight. All right. Well, I could use a little help. Yeah. <laughs> Do I need a roll if I'm helping? Yes, you need to roll. If you get a 7 to 9, you, get a, you give him a plus 1, which would make it a partial. Okay. Okay. That's enough to give him a partial. Are you happy with a partial? Yeah. 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 I think you see, kind of down below in the nest, bobbing uh, near some of the eggs, there's a leg, and it has something that... that Maybe it looks like a, a, an ankle bracelet or something, and it has this little red blinking light that keeps going very slowly on, off. That one was red. That's maybe how he knows that they're red. Other than bits of them, that seems to be the only thing that I can see. Uh, I think the dragon has that, though. Could you tell the dragon to go someplace else? Or tell the dragon to go to sleep? Thinking about telling the dragon to take that leg, take it out in that field other side of the greenhouse, drop it there, and return to the pool. I think that might be a bit complicated. Uh, I don't think it's overly complicated. It would definitely be a new role. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Have okay. it take the leg somewhere where we can retrieve it, and then return to the pool. Would that be insight or resolve? It would be resolve, making it do your your bidding. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, hey. He didn't eat it. So what, you you stand at the pool's edge and you put your fingertips to your temples or something and then woo 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 woo. Yeah, pretty much. You see the same uh, barrage of images between you and the um, the dragon thing. Yeah. Okay. I show it the field in my mind and say, I want the leg there. All right. It stiffens a bit and then starts moving around, grabs the leg, kind of snatches it up in its mouth and then ambles up out of the, the pool, makes a a path through the lupin lupin jungle does your bidding, goes back to the pool. I'm just starting to crouch down, looking over the edge, going, good lord. <laughs> we 
I can manage to summon it up in my cold heart, give it images of affirmation. <laughs> Good dragon. Good dragon. Which is probably nothing more than you're like me and I'm like you. As I'm watching this peering over the from the stands, I almost start to clap and go, Oh wait, no, you don't do that, right? <laughs> Okay, well, there's a soggy, bacterial-infested, saliva-sludge-covered leg with some sort of um, black ankle bracelet right there where you wanted it. Easy enough to get. We just cut it off. Cut the leg. Separate the organic bits from the uh, from the bracelet. They're probably nice and soft now. Mm-hmm. Right, so who retrieves it? I'll get it. Okay, you retrieve the, the thing. Yeah, it appears to be some kind of um, clasp on device kind of sizable box uh you'd think it'd be a bit awkward to wear uh, walking around but maybe these whoever they are don't care yeah it has a, a a light on it that has an intermittent comes and goes who knows why it has i think it has like two barely perceptible buttons on it they're like the kind of buttons that are either on or off they're not like a you, you press down it's like a someone like an old light switch right and they don't have an indicator on them, unfortunately. I'm good at figuring these things out. I'll figure out how it works. Good. All right. Do you want to insight that, or do you just want to fiddle with it? It's not super complicated. That's my, my junk whisperer thing. I figure out how stuff works. Uh, what does it say exactly? Just so I'm not stealing a potential XP opportunity from you. Get old machines running again, at least for a short time. This isn't schooling or know how you just get it. Ah, okay. Well, I think it's functioning. I think you want to actually figure out what this does. It would be an insight roll. Okay. Mm. Well, if you strain it, you'll get at least a partial. I might as well. So partial. Yeah, you fiddle with the two buttons a bit. One seems to be uh, an activator for the, the blinking. And the other, whenever you put it to one side, causes a uh, little hum in the box, like uh, you've activated something. You're not sure what, though. Unless you want to open it up, of course. Well, I got to do that, right? Okay. You got a knife to pry it open with, yeah. Guys, look, look, look it, it, it hums. I wonder why it does that. Doesn't know the words. Probably not. I think it'd be like a shackle or something. You want to start prying it open with the, with the knife? Sure. Okay. Uh, instinct makes you shut off the humming uh, before you start digging into it, do it with your knife. It's going to turn off the flashing light, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess of, uh, like, uh, wires and their odd little flat things. It smells metallic. It has a bunch of, like, little welded-on globs. It has a box that reminds you of uh, components in automobiles. And uh, maybe some that you've seen in tank suits. One of those batteries of, of the world that was. A tickle when you put, your, put them on your tongue, yeah. Right. <laughs> So the wiring is almost identical in uh, setup to the weird integrated uh, helmet thing from the weird walking corpse you encountered a, a good bit ago, some days ago. Might be a remote control unit or remote something, a, ta a talking thing. So it communicates like the helmet communicated somehow with somebody. Yeah, yeah. But now it's broken. <laughs> I'll get it working again if I need it. True. <laughs> Does it go with the helmet? Are you supposed to, like, 
I don't know, drudge up a body somewhere, put the helmet on it and use the box on it. The image used it with the helmet. I just I just pictured like Rory sitting down cross legged, like bumping the two together. <laughs> <laughs> you had an intellection there, Tad. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. I think I've about said it all. If we can get some bodies that you can make work with that, I don't think I'd have a problem with that now. Huh. Can be useful, so I'll kind of pack it back together and put it in a pocket. All right. So it's getting pretty late. The sun is dipping down in the west, and uh, Supervisor Green comes ambling over. It's like, oh, I thought I told you not to not to go near the gator pool. What are you doing? Uh, I've since made friends with it. It's okay. Oh, uh, what? It came out, had a look. We uh, will be staying away from the gator pool entirely after this. It was scary. Yeah, I'll say. But still, we had plenty of fun today. Right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I want to get some sleep. You speak as if fun is up obligatory, <laughs> <laughs> mandatory. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, uh, he looks at you all with like crazy tourist. All right. Uh, well, it's, anyway, it's getting it's getting late. We're, we're closing all uh, down all the attractions. You come back to the hotel. All right. Where are we sleeping again? Wherever you want in the hotel. You you can sleep in the half uh, half destroyed restaurant wing you can sleep in the lobby with with supervisor green you can attempt to climb the rickety stairs how's the outside look the outside of the building yeah uh so the it's a five-floor building and the the top two floors have been completely essentially destroyed any vines oh yeah the outside is mostly covered in in uh, vines and lichen growth and such uh you could certainly try yeah yeah sure If, if you if you're not in any hurry you could you could just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just take our time up, finding finding handholds and so forth. I take my shoes off because I need my toes. Actually, my sandals off. Yep. And see if we can find some nice rooms. A lot of them are covered in in the mold and uh, lichen growth. It's I mean it's only marginally better in the lobby. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll find something passable. There's there's some stinky beds. Nah. <laughs> floor is good there might be a a, a bathroom mirror that mo- is mostly intact that might be that might be fun no no i know what i look like i've looked in enough water pools to know mm-hmm. what i look like at this point i probably don't know what i look like <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be a real shock when i do see it Oh, it's got to be wonderful. You, you po- you're poking around like f- trying to find a hotel room that's okay, and then you're like, you walk past the mirror and like, what the? Life has no meaning after this. <laughs> Gingerly touching his skull. wonder if it's damn bad. Comes back to, to where he was trying on hats before in, the, you know, <laughs> in his hat collection. <laughs> I probably can't even put the helmet back on. Not the crazy mechanical helmet, but the helmet that went with the grains. A long time ago. Right. <laughs> we, I think we spend the night. I mean, there is enough debris and crap here. And if you're careful uh, not to collapse anything, you might be able to scavenge in the in the rooms. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I don't know if you need it, but, you know, you could always see if you, if you find something particularly yeah. useful. Might find a suitcase. So somebody can do insight, the others can help. Well, I'm the scaver, so I guess I do do the role then. So, uh, okay, so no help then from uh, our friends. Seven, the, the amazing brain. And when helping, yeah, seven. We 
partial. Yeah, so the two of you are, are going through uh, the room with that bathroom, and while while poor Absinthe is busy being aghast at his reflection, you find a suitcase that, that was still closed, and you, you manage to break it open, and scratch the mold off off the, the locking mechanism, and, and bend it open, and um, a handgun tumbles out. It has no ammo, but at least you have a functioning pistol. You want it, Rory? Sure. I have proven to be okay with guns so far. Yeah, so you just walk up and take it out of my hand when I'm offering it to Rory. Okay. don't know whether I'm there. You're probably in a different... I mean, you could have shouted for Rory. That's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he was there. Never mind. But I'm cold enough that, uh, sure, that'll fit with my characterization. (laughs) Uh, Are there clothes in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is one of those plastic or metal ones, this thing may actually be intact inside. It may actually be decent clothes. Yeah, th- think like old 70s uh, travel. Yeah, fabric. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, no. I had one of those suitcases. They were made, they were made out of fiberglass. Uh, Samsonite one where they had the commercial where the gorilla takes it and beats it around. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I think these may fit. I may have to tie a belt. Tie a rope around my waist, but yeah, pair of pants, new pair of pants, yeah. So, do you want to spend the night? It's cool. Yeah. Uh, you have yeah. an alarm system downstairs. Uh, Supervisor Green seems particularly, I mean, he seems fond enough of you to warn you to not go kill yourselves. So, you, know, you probably trust him not to not to ambush you in the night. We're on the top, we're on an upper floor, so we're marginally safer. So, yeah, I sleep. You can restore your, uh, your strain spent. The morning breaks. Yeah, with uh, a pretty distinctive glow smell, by the way. Uh. You look out through the ruined windows, uh, you can see that there's a there's a yellowy-green miasma kind of rolling in over the park. From the east, right? Yes. I'll wake up the others. Uh, we got a uh... bad day for travel. There's never a good day for travel. Well, we can take our chances. Oh, we can stay here and entertain Supervisor Green some more. I should probably get going. Let's see if we can get something for breakfast, something to eat before we head out. Maybe get more of that pink meat. Okay. You descend somehow into the lobby. You can see that um, Supervisor Green's fire, the lit yesterday, it's gone out, but it's also been disturbed. Like it was, um, like somebody was maybe standing in the center and then kicked toward one of the corners so you know there's ashes and such scattered in one direction and there are kind of gouge like marks in the floor and in the lichen growth and the mold and you find a scrap of uh supervisor green's uniform between between kind of between the fire and the stairs down to the basement he's out taking care of the park let's let's go glad we didn't sleep on the ground floor you know, he should have barricaded that basement door long ago. <laughs> oh, well. Well, he's a good guy. We should see if he's okay. Mm, you can go see if he's okay. I'm going to raid the kitchen for wherever I can carry in terms of food. You've already written him off. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I grew up in the wasteland. Something like this says, yeah, he's, he's someone's, someone's dinner already. The fact that we didn't hear anything, that makes me scared. I want to leave. Because he, he looks like he was a Hulk, and he should be able to fight off something. I'm going to go look in the basement. Okay. And one of you is raiding the kitchen, and, and uh, our, our cold absinthe is doing what? 
it's bad for our numbers if we lose one of us. I'll try to get go provide Overwatch for Rory. The kitchen is you have the run of the kitchen, Bo, and meanwhile, Rory, you take your first steps down the stairs down toward um, the basement. And the smell of uh, the kind of lichen rot is pretty potent and becomes more potent the closer, the, the farther down you get. So you walk down to two flights of stairs, one of those like half flights down to a, a basement space. It's dark. Well, not now, I guess, since you're glowing. have to remember that. So your glow vaguely illumines a much more thickly covered cramped basement uh, area um, when i say covered i mean with the the lichen and the molds and such and you can see some of the some scratches and signs of disturbances in the in the growth uh, on the floor where somebody or something was dragging something else presumably uh, supervisor green peering into the dimness you can see that it's not a huge space it's a kind of a corridor and it has some like maybe storage rooms to on your left hand side um, and then there's a bend further ahead off into some other space. And the, the trail in the, in the growth, you know, it's, it, it goes uh, off toward around the bend. Maybe you can vaguely like hear labored breathing. And there's something odd and pungent, pungent in, the, in the air as well. Do you want to try to figure out what it is? Yeah. Okay. Insight. Yeah, I see some tracks down here. And something's smelling weird. I think he went this way. And I'm going to go off following the tracks with that mighty, mighty two. <laughs> okay, Mark Mark experience, remember? Yeah, you, you think uh, maybe they must have, like, it's probably a place where they stored old food, maybe. It gets a little stronger the, the closer to the bend you, you get. Uh, you turn the corner, and there's a little bit of a, a corridor there. And then it opens up to a space behind the storage rooms. And this is much larger, and part of it seems to have been uh, excavated. And um, as you kind of see this whole, like, oh, okay, the, this is not a normal part of the cellar, the basement. There's movement in the dark, and something large, unpleasant, pointy, and chitinous wraps itself kind of part way around your body, and you can you can feel something pierce your skin on your oh back. God, I'm gonna blast it. Okay, blast away. But first, do a, let's do a resolve roll as you feel like this uh, kind of coldness spread through your body through the... the... Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I got to strain that. Uh, otherwise, I'll be... <laughs> do you have strain left in that? Yes, yes, you slept. Yeah, you okay. just no slept. So. Yeah, okay, just what you need. Okay, so you were... You, for a, you, yeah, you have that moment before you feel like numbness going everywhere. As soon as it starts to wrap, start wrapping around me. Ah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so your head explodes. Yeah. Do you do the area then? Probably, because I, unless I can, if I see a thing to shoot, I can blast at it. Smork is coming out of uh, kind of half, you know, at an angle behind you, right? So it's not like an easy. But well, you can wrench yourself around, right, in that last moment before before you get paralyzed. Yeah, if I can turn around and like pull my hand up to it and boom. Okay, so that's another strain, and you do two d six. Seven. There's a Starship Troopers esque splash of uh, of goop in the glowy dimness. 
you start yourself like you start to feel yourself going you know cold and then numb and then you you kind of collapse there and there's like goop all over you uh, and something else large darkly chitinous you know falls over you you were right on the on his heels i assume absinthe i was given a few yards and then he goes oh and you know there's a, i don't know what obviously there would be some kind of flash <laughs> when he lets out his beam so look like he killed this thing uh, do you rush forward and try to see what's going on since he went around a corner and then around around another corner so to speak doors and corners so partially hide myself behind the corner and look uh okay so the on the floor uh on the lichen growth you see uh your glowing friend he seems like nerveless completely you know without any motor function his eyes are kind of like half shut and unfocused there's a chunky chitinous insect creature on top of him that's been partially blasted asunder and there's like some orange goop emptying onto him and the floor well looks like it's dead see if i can roll it off him so yes i am coming out okay so give me an insight roll because the as soon as you take a step out you uh you get the feeling that there's something's off like you made a you may have made a mistake Okay. I want to know what this is. Eight. Okay. So uh, you take a step out. It's up to you. You you can stay there and prepare yourself for what's going to come, or you can immediately back off and wait and see what, what's going to happen. I'm going to back off. Okay. A second, almost identical, chitinous creature thing comes up. Some kind of big, dumb bug, but it's it's uh, really weird looking. It's like a, a mal-shaped cross between a blackly chitinous uh, cockroach and a um, cicada. It's kind of vaguely the shape. It, it crawls forward and uh, kind of just like seems to try to start pushing the um, uh, the dead bug aside and then it sort of crawls on top of... Um, it's, it's large enough to cover like Rory and another half Rory, right? So it's big. Um, it crawls on top of Rory and seems to like ascertain whether or not he's in good enough condition to i don't know eat bring whatever what do you do i need this thing to get the idea that rory is dangerous and that it needs to run away so i am going to try to impose my will upon it okay use your magnificent brain eight okay do you want to leave it there do you want to spend strain not going to be able to do any more of this because i don't want to hit zero and get more trauma the next time 12. Since that's a crit, you it, it suddenly like, uh, becomes very still. Only the, the kind of front feelers and, and, uh, and antennae move a bit, and then it kind of promptly turns around and skitters off into the darkness. By the way, Bo, you're in the kitchen, you're ro- rooting through things, kind of maybe, I don't know, filling a bag with some of the potted stuff, who knows, and you, there's like an odd tremble, like boom, uh, from beneath. Like it's, It feels like the kind of shock wave that usually accompanies potentially accompanies like one of rory's uh, beams or or booms okay all right mm, grab the bag uh i'll head out and then i'll leave it by near the entrance of this certified place to drop it because i'm not taking it down with me uh look around look around look around uh, i just got the chef knife before i leave i'll grab a pot just so i have something else to, to swing so I got a pot in one hand, knife in the other hand, 
And I'm going very slowly working my way down because it's dark. I can't see anything. Mm -hmm. So Absinthe, you've just scared the the critter away. What do you do? Okay, so since it already rolled the other one off, I'm going to go in and I'm going to try to get him to his feet or fireman's carry or something and try to get him back to the stairs. Okay. You you can get him over your shoulders, no problem. Good. And uh, start making your way toward the stairs and you meet up with, obviously. Oh, bow coming out. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised because I see the light coming, going, okay, that's either a fire or that's or that's Rory, and I see it's oh, it's Rory and Absinthe. Oh, let me give you a hand there. You get to the lobby. What happened? A bugs. One did something to him, so he can't move. There was another one. I made it afraid. Is Rory still breathing? Yeah, very shallow, very shallow breathing. He he looks like he's been paralyzed by some kind of venom. Looking, there's a big old hole in the side, right? Yeah. Yep. Right through that wonderful T-shirt that says "Kiss the Chef." <laughs> Think you could do anything for him? Might be able to. I don't know how much theory of anti-venom he might have. We take a sample of the venom from the original thing, and we mix it up with a whole bunch of mushrooms, water. And... It's probably more like uh, Frodo and Shelob. We just wait till it wears off. Yeah, that's all we're going to be able to do. Give him a lot of water. You might want to think about some kind of tribal cure that might help fortify him against uh, the worst of the the venom. Got plenty of plants to work with. Right. I mean, if it's bad enough, to be fair, he blasted the thing <laughs> before it could really, really inject the proper. But do you think maybe if it had injected properly, it, he would not have been standing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he He would have slowly died. It would have just stopped everything. He's not that bad off yet. You should st- you take care of him. I'm looking for things I can shove into that door. Uh, well, you're going to have to construct something, because it's, uh, like, it's just a stairwell down. It's not a door. It's it's a kind of a double stairwell, right, where, where the, there's stairs down to the basement, stairs up to um, to the rooms, and probably in, in old times, there would have been like a little rope <laughs> in, in, in place of uh, in, in in front of the stairwell down, right? I know there's one thing though, because you said we had a kitchen. Yes, most of the kitchens had stainless steel tables, stainless steel work tables. Probably still, yeah. And it's stainless steel, which means it's probably still in pretty good condition. So yeah, I was going to start manhandling one out and just sort of shoving it into the door and try blocking it as best I can. Awesome. With the uh, Rory as the plan to just. Uh, Wait and hope for the best, or do you want to do anything to... Uh, forge up special mushrooms one and two, and special plant number three, and uh, see if that and water can get down the throat. You'd have to forage a little bit for that kind of thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, the, the glow miasma is blowing through the park, so... Ooh, that'd be a bit of danger. You're already mutated, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> The worst thing that could happen is that you die from something else. <laughs> Insight. Yes, if you wanna if you wanna go on a quick uh seven. Ooh. Okay. You can you can find what you need in and around the park, but it means exposing yourself to the glow. Do you wanna do that or do you wanna just go, ah, you know what? Let's just wait it out, hope for the best. I'm gonna go ahead and look. Okay. Uh you find what you're looking for after some twenty minutes, maybe. Come back and you uh do your mixture at the same time once you've barricaded the way up from the basement bow you notice that um your friend um administering to your other friend um names 
absinthe, yes, absinthe. Uh, you notice that he has a, a uh, kind of a redness on the back of his neck stretching down beneath his clothing uh, that he didn't have before. Radiation. Hey, I was taught about this stuff, you know. Yes, it's the bad spirits. Yeah. Did you go outside? Head down. Of course you did. Got a burn on the back of your neck. Do I? I'll have to find something to make a salve. You have to go out again. <laughs> I don't know if I do that today. Will I do that? What I was going to say, we can't do a second night here if those things become bold again. And that the the table I got shoved in there is going to only go last so long. But they didn't bother us upstairs. But the trouble is getting him upstairs. We could try the rickety stairs. They're beginning to sound like the comfy chair. Maybe <laughs> barricade in here. He watches. Anyway, now that I got the stuff, hopefully he'll be able to move soon. Yeah, you make your mixture, and and uh, I guess it's a. Is it something you, I mean, you get him to drink or? Yes. It's a suppository. I mean, suppositories do absorb more quickly and readily than things. <laughs> but we're not doing that, no. All right. How did you solve it? I stuffed a bunch of mushrooms up his butt. Worked wonders. Why is that your answer to everything? <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get him to drink it. Okay. Well, with a little bit of neck massage or, or throat massage, you get it. you get it down, no problem. So it doesn't take too terribly long before before Rory gets, you know, you start coming to again. And the experience was kind of like weird, like you were coming in and out of consciousness, but you were vaguely aware of where you were constantly. I'm looking outside at this point. How bad's, how bad's the glow? Uh, it's not too terribly bad. There are pockets that are thicker. They're kind of moving slowly uh, across the park. Well, Rory, I guess the glow hurt me when I was out there, but... Had to do what was going to be best for mission success. Thanks. I feel bad about uh, Supervisor Green. I guess the bugs got him. Uh-huh. That explains why he didn't call out or do anything. They did what they did to you, Tim. Well, are you well enough to stand up? We can make some time, but uh, we got we to gotta make we gotta watch out for the glow. Well, you guys got to watch out for the glow. All right. Grab the bag of food and... Uh, Let's head out. Yes, final final frame as uh, the three of you stepping out into the danger of the now glow-infested park. All right, end credit episode. <laughs> Bit like the ending to the uh, original ending to uh, Ralph Bashke's uh, Lord of the Rings, where it's Sam and Frodo walking into Mordor, probably the same color skies. I don't recall if they got that far, did they? Yeah, they did. Or at least they saw on the horizon one or the other. I do think they didn't get they get like got like halfway through the books, I think, right? In Bakshi's yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Book and a half. In any case, cool. Yeah. yeah. Weird enough. Pretty weird. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I I was like, hmm, okay. What if Langley dies? Langley <laughs> 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 dies immediately. That'll be interesting. I can't have him be be hounding Rory now with, with his potential past. We'll see how that goes. And I was also hoping to, I mean, I hit, I hit uh, these names. I hit. Uh, yes. Not, not absent and not Bo. <laughs> Rory. <laughs> I hit Rory quite a bit last time with the, the back, back stuff. Uh, and I wanted to like move around a little bit. So I put a little bit more like scav survival bits this time 
it was interesting to see how your newfound brain power there, Tad, came into into play dealing with the uh, the Komodo dragon mutant. I figured maybe maybe Bo would try to do some kind of like uh, crocodile Dundee <laughs> stuff, right? But this worked too. It was cool. Yeah, remember, Bo's a scabber who survived living in the wastelands. You don't survive the wastelands jumping in the back of a dragon. Right. No, I wasn't saying, I wasn't thinking that. I was kind of like, I was thinking maybe you would use your feral bit to like, quote unquote, speak with the... You know, I totally forgot about that. But it's okay. I mean, I mean, it would be, it's perfectly reasonable that Bo would be like, okay, I don't know what this is. This seems dangerous. Yeah. Best policy is to not throw myself head first into, into it. Well, cool. Slowly making your way toward uh, the heart of Sector 12. If what Langley is telling mm-hmm. you is correct. Was telling you. Did tell you before he was unceremoniously snuffed out. Ah, yes, you should have an XP for uh, killing a, a serious lead on on stuff. <laughs> there, um, Tad, since you gave in to your, your cold trauma. Does that pop you? I think it does. I was at four, so I'll start shopping for an advance for next time. Excellent. Yeah, you can you can tell me during the week or next yeah. time whenever if, whenever you pick it. Okay, any any final thoughts? Like, uh, this was cool or this was less cool? Killer dolphins, that, yep. that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicely yeah. weird. Yeah. I, I should note that I did steal the idea from, I think it's called the Space Marine Mammal, which was a, uh, I think it was a Patreon bonus thing for Apocalypse World. Like one of those expanded playbook things. You, you can actually play one of them in the Apocalypse World, <laughs> <laughs> but I made mine a little, um, a little, a little different, obviously. But uh, still, uh, best to give give credit when I didn't actually invent them. But yeah, well, they probably took them from something else. So sure, actually, probably David uh, David Brin because he had his dolphins and walkers. It's, it's probably just a, an, an evolution, right, of the naval mm-hmm. dolphins, right? Yeah. Idea. Pa loves pa. pa. And, uh, what was he? Supervisor Green was a nice guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm almost sad that I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> but now you don't have to do the voice no more. That's true. That's true. It's a bit annoying to talk out of the side of my mouth while sucking in air. Now I enjoyed playing him. I did not know that spam came in five kilogram cans. You learn something new every day. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.